0: Let's go check in with former Steelers running back Merrill Hodge as the DraftKings NFL Power Hour continues here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Lions get the long break between Thanksgiving Day and that loss to the Bills before they get to the Jags on Sunday at Ford Field in Detroit. I will be at Ten Roof with our DraftKings pregame party on Sunday, so if you're going down to the game anywhere from Michigan, join me at Tin Roof just a block from Ford Field and Merrill uh, standing by here on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour and a pretty darn good performance by the Lions. I'm not a big moral victory type of guy, uh, but they played Buffalo for four quarters and now they take that loss and they move on to the portion of the schedule where every game is winnable the rest of the way.
1: Yeah. Well listen, I don't nobody gives you awards for uh um, you know, having a good performance. You know, and they're not handing Super Bowl rings out at the bottom of Cracker Jack boxes either. So, you know, you got to go out and win them. Good teams win. Um, but you went toe-to-toe with one of the elite teams in the AFC. And I think the, the AFC has more elite teams than than the NFC does. But that is a good measuring stick for winning the championship. You went toe-to-toe. And that's really, um, I think, what has to be garnered from that game. Um, if you backed up a month ago, and we just said, "Hey, listen. When you play the Bills, it's going to be toe to toe. You're not going to win, but you're going to you lose it. You lose You had a chance to win, but you're going to lose it at the very end. Everybody, they'll blow. They'll blow our doors off. I'm telling you. A month ago, um, most people would have suggested that. Now, um, this team has continually gotten better. They um, defensively, I think that we haven't talked enough about them and what they're doing defensively, how they're playing in the in the trenches. You know, I." I've always believed this that you know when you control the, the line of scrimmage is the most important line in all of football. Offensively, if you control it, you win games. Defensively, if you control it, you control the opponent. And they're starting to do those type of things on a consistent basis. Um, and you know, listen, there's always a few plays you know if they'd have gone your way, it'd have been a different story. But how many times have you been able to talk about the Lions against an elite team and talk like that? Not for a long time, but. Over the last year and a half this team has been evolving and it's nice to see where they are because it's you know, it's good for football, it's good for the NFL. when you have um, not just the main, the certain teams that have been there all the time playing well, other teams that are starting to emerge and, and the Lions are one of them. and I've told people this you know since the beginning of the year, even though they didn't play well, you know they're going on the right they're moving in the right direction. In all aspects of it um, and they're now they just really kind of continue to evolve and build and this will be a good challenge this week really good challenge
0: Merrill Hodge former Steelers running back joining us here on the huge show across Michigan DraftKings NFL power hour happens every week make sure you always use that promo code huge after you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and sign up to get in on the NFL action the one thing I've really noticed with this team is the influx of even more young defensive players. And that has made such a monumental difference. And, and you talked about going toe to toe with, you know, top three team uh, in the NFL a team that could win it all, uh, come the big game in February. But I really like the youth on the Lions defense. I believe they have enough offense and we'll see if Jamison Williams is, uh, added to the lineup here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, which could provide a deep threat they've never had uh, in Detroit. Yeah. So you, you you have the mojo going, even with the loss. I mentioned the schedule where every game is winnable uh, the rest of the way for the Lions. I'm not saying they're going to win all the games, but it begins with Jacksonville on Sunday. And the Jags had an unbelievable comeback to beat the Ravens at home last Sunday.
1: Well, I agree with you. You know, listen, you're, you're going to play a team that's kind of similar um, to the lines, as far as how they're they're evolving as a team, you know they've made a, a massive transformation from um, last year to this year. You know, uh, Trevor Lawrence. You know, if you if you think about Justin Fields, we talked about Justin Fields kind of getting a restart. You know, you get a new head coach, new coordinator. There could be nothing worse for all players, but especially quarterbacks. When you you got your rookie year, you start the system. You have a head coach, they get fired. Now you got to start another head coach, another system. Um, You know, there's usually a setback there. Um, what you don't see is that in in Jacksonville, um, the his his last drive that he put together, he had had three, maybe. I think maybe, I know it's three. Three distinctly pop out in my head, but it might have been four throws on that last drive. The man, if you had during the course of a game, you would be excited as a quarterback, a young quarterback and how he how he's how he developed and how he played and how he threw it and how he the things he had the plays he had to make um on that last drive. Um, they've been very close defensively, you know, you know, they got young players too that are starting to evolve at defense. You know, they may not be, you know, um, the dominant defense at this point, but they're a good defense and they, they're a good football team and they do a lot of good things that are very similar to how the Lions play, you know? So this is not, um, this is not by no means a slam dunk form because, um, you know, I don't know if ETN is going to play, you know, he's a dynamic player out of the backfield um, and they actually did some things out of the backfield, quite honestly, against the Ravens. I don't know if that was just against the Ravens, you know, but if you look at um, how the Ravens played and they had a few explosive plays, and you guys are you're talking about trying to create more explosive plays, which would be probably the one element they don't have on a consistent basis with the lines. They have that, boy, they'd be absolutely complete. But they did a lot of things out of the backfield. I don't know if that was just versus the Ravens. Uh, they got that, or it was just... Um, a strength in where they're evolving as an offense. It's just something to watch for in this game. Um, you know, those backs out of the back, made a lot of wicked plays. They were quite honestly the difference in the game, aside from that last drive of the game. So, um, for me, this is a very interesting game. I love watching games like this because these are two teams that are evolving, and they're going in the right direction, and they have a lot of young players, and so it's not going to be a, you know, a one-year deal. This is, you know, four, five, six years um, of what we hope to see Jacksonville and the the Lions being great, uh, good football teams.
0: Merrill Hodge, former Steelers running back, also former co-host on the NFL Breakdown on ESPN. He joins us every week on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour. Uh, So what would you say would be uh, the three keys to a Lions win on Sunday against Trevor Lawrence and the Jags?
1: Listen, it's going to be the same thing. The one thing is always going to be there no matter when you ask me, no matter what the opponent is. This will be my my answer initially, okay? And they've been doing this. Even when they've lost, they've done this. But you have to do this. They've ran the football and they they established that, okay? Once you do that, and that's where the Lions offense has gotten so good. They have so many phases from their passing game perspective that they're complementing that, that this offense is a very – I'm telling you, you know, that was one thing I you know. It seems like it was a year ago that they played on Thanksgiving, but watching them orchestrate their offense and go toe-to-toe, you have to have an offense that can move the football like Buffalo. You know, you just stop Buffalo, which, listen, the Lions defense did a very good job of managing them the best they can. It's got so many options. It's nearly impossible to stop an offense like that. However, the Lions are able to match that. With how they performed and the things that they did, and the blend of things that they have. They run the football strong side, weak side, outside, inside. On their passing game, short, intermediate, they can do boot action. You know, they're getting chunks of plays. Um, so that is going to be critical. They run the football there. Um, I think that's a vital component. Now, the second one would be, you know, those backs made a lot of plays in the passing game. I, I just make that as a reference. I can't, I don't know if it was a, a a thing that they just saw against the Ravens, or what it was, but you take those backs out of the passing game, and they probably don't have the chance to win it at the end of the game. Um, so that's a concern, you know. Watching what they do out of the backfield with those guys, um, you got to gotta maintain that. You can't give up explosive plays, and then just you know flip it around. Kind of alluded to it earlier, you know. Create your explosive plays. You know, you do those three things, you win this game.
0: Merrill Hodge. Joining us here on the DraftKings NFL uh, Power Hour, how, how do you see their season finishing out for the Lions? Uh, when you look at this team, and how close are they uh, to being a playoff team? Uh, it, it would take probably winning out uh, to be a playoff yeah. team this year, but uh, how close are they, and, and what's missing? So if, if you're if you're there in a room watching film with Dan Campbell or Brad Holmes, a GM, and you're saying, "All right, guys." Uh, nice finish for 2022 like you had in year one in 2021 but this is what the Lions need uh, to be an NSC north contender and maybe a consistent playoff team for a three to five year window.
1: yeah well you, there's, there's a couple things one and we talked about last year this year they are evolved, they're taking steps towards that you know more consistent creating, trying to create explosive plays. Having that explosive element to your offense, you know that's, that's one area that's, that's missing. Um, that you clearly need initially. You got to have explosive plays um, um, during the course of the game to, to win. To win, um, and having that phase is just a just a critical component to an offense. Um, you know, defensively, their ability to you know get consistent pass rush pressure. You know, um, a, a guy that you, you got to account for. You know, like on defense, you have a couple guys that you have to account for. It's a lot more difficult than just having one. You know, so uh, those type of things. Now, going back to how how you would predict the season, I would say it's hard to predict. You know, any any team. However, that being said, if the Lions continue to play like they are playing now, okay, they they will. There is a chance they win out. There's a really good chance. This isn't like you know, okay, well, boy. The odds of that happening are slim to none. They're, they're, they're a strong odds based on how they're playing as a team. From their, court, their defensive line and how they're controlling the line of scrimmage, how they're playing on the back end so much better. Offensively, how they run the ball, the complement in the passing game, and the blend of offense. The real mix is nice. It is a real complement to each other. And special teams have been good. So, that being said, you got a chance to win every game. I I, I remember in uh, 1989, um, you can look this up. I can't remember the exact deal, uh, details other than I, I remember our first two games. We got beat a, a combination of 91 to nothing. 91 to 10, sorry. We did score 10 points in, in one game. By division opponents, Cleveland and Cincinnati. We were a mock of the National Football League. Um, every story was no team has ever made the playoffs after doing this. And it wasn't even about making the playoffs, even having like a respectable record. But um, I think towards the end of the year, we needed to win four in a row. We win three out of four. We lose a fluke one to Houston, the Houston Oilers at that time, not our Tennessee Titans. Um, but we got help on the last day of of the season on a Monday night game. Um, Minnesota beat Cincinnati. And that put us in the playoffs. So what I'm getting at is this is scenario is set up for what could end up be a really magical ending. Now, you, you have to control your your business. You only control that, that you better take care of that. You went out. I would almost, uh, in fact, I remember Chuck Noll. I'm mean, going back to what um, this all, why I mentioned this. I remember Chuck Noll walked in and cleared all the boards. You know, we have all the teams up and everything we had done to that point. He cleared it, put four teams up and said, we beat these four and we're in the playoffs. We are in the playoffs. And it was that mindset that we had. And it was that, that direction that he gave us that, really got us into the playoffs. So obviously, we needed some help. We didn't win all four, but um, the Lions have that chance. And the way they're playing football, that is not a far stretch. To ask them to do that is not being like, oh, that's wishful thinking. No, that's a legitimate, that's a legitimate challenge and a legitimate goal that should be in that room. that they have. Okay? Doesn't, not, not us, the media stuff, but what they, they should have that goal. You win out, you go in. If you have that mindset, I, I think they'll continue to get better. Um, and they have a chance to get to the playoffs, and they, they went out. There's no doubt about that.
0: Yeah, because looking at Jacksonville on Sunday in Detroit for the Lions, then Minnesota at home at the Jets, I think is the toughest game remaining uh, yep. at Carolina, Bears at home, and at Green Bay. And who knows where Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are a complete mess on and off the field. And, you know, you, you look at where they're sitting right now, at four and seven. So let's say you take care of business against Jacksonville on Sunday. You're five and seven. That Minnesota game really becomes the game where you can believe that you could finish out and chase that last wild card spot. The problem is uh, the Washington commanders are playing great football and that NFC East probably will feature obviously Philly, Dallas, and probably uh, the, the Giants and maybe even the commanders grabbing the three wild card spots, which is complete. Uh, craziness when you go back to before the season, but yeah. So then at the Jets, at Carolina, Bears, and at Green yeah. Bay. Here you're, you're four and seven. I, I would think your only shot is to win out and be ten and seven. I, I really do to make the playoffs because of what I said. What's going on right now in the NFC East? Uh, Merrill Hodge. He joins us every week. Former Steelers running back. Man, he was awesome on uh, the NFL breakdown. On ESPN, fantastic man when it comes to looking at a game on the field, in the film room, breaking it down for us each and every week on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour. Merrill, uh, we'll watch that Lions game on Sunday. You do the same, and we'll talk next week. All right, big dog. Go Lions. All right, there he is. He's become a huge Lions fan.